shuttle pod three, you're cleared for departure. Safe travels. Hello and welcome to Shuttle Scuttle. This week I'm here with George and Brandon as we're charting a unknown anomaly in the Argolis cluster. While we're out and about, guys, I've just got to ask you, which do you prefer? Do you prefer the familiarity and uh, blind ability to navigate of tactile interfaces or do you love, like we have in front of us here, these touch LCARS panels where we can just tippy-tap beep, 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 <laughs> and scan for all the life forms that we need. Well, unless you're in the Delta Flyer, right? You've got a combo of both. That's true. Only in the Delta Flyer 1, if I oh, recall. Right. I think yeah, yeah. in the Delta Flyer 2, they did a bit of mixing up and maybe reduced the amount of retro <laughs> uh, knobs and sticks. I mean, it's almost like it was a good idea to make a ship that could, uh, you know, be used by not just Tom Paris. Yeah. You know, that's always a, that's <laughs> always a nice thing. But I mean... Are we talking about Tom Paris the person or Tom Paris the collectible plate? Or the lizard. <laughs> which, or the one lizard. Is, which one is more powerful? I think the plate. I think the plate might have more power at the moment, considering uh, <laughs> recent news. Um, you know what? It's 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 funny because I think the the you know tactile interfaces that you'd see in TOS work really well for the era mm. and, and the grading of the show and of course the time it was developed it just looks like your future sci-fi that was made you know in uh, the 50s and 60s but um, gosh there is something very slick of course about L cars and I mean I might be in the minority but I really do love the programmable matter that we've been seeing Ooh. in Discovery right yes. so it's not only tactile but it's also touchless and all of that so yeah well it's i think it's a damn sight better than the um i i don't you know i don't like to be too negative but i really don't like the holographic displays that you get in um mostly like in picard mm -hmm. um i i think they're really like when when they first started showing up in in film like i'm thinking iron man you know you had him manipulating suit parts yeah that looked great but now it feels just kind of substanceless mm. um especially in something like star trek which has an incredibly rich uh, sort of uh, historical design language and has had such an impact on what actually, you know, what tech actually develops into. It just doesn't feel like that's going to be the way it actually goes. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, LCARS was a basically a perfect prediction of the way we would eventually use mm -hmm. the GUIs, like, you know, look at Windows 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, flip phones, you know, we all know the results of Star Trek and, and what it inspired and what it predicted. And I just don't know, the programmable matter is just a lot more interesting as like, yeah. a, mm. we're all in, into haptic feedback and like AR these days. And I feel like that's a more compelling mm -hmm. argument for where tech's gonna go than these like wraparound holographic uh, you know Patrick Stewart having to desperately <laughs> guess what's going on on screen while <laughs> flailing his hands around. Well could we say maybe since we've seen programmable matter in the 31st and 32nd century maybe Starfleet went with that design where La Serena is actually not a Starfleet ship right? Mm. It's a private ship so maybe it's using different form of technology but I completely agree with where you're going there George I, um, I do think um I prefer at least the look of it from, you know, a viewer, um, you know, the L cars. Mm. And plus, it's what we have nowadays. So you can kind of picture yourself there. Like, you know, when I grew up watching mm. Voyager and TNG, seeing them, you know, use their L cars panels. Now we have iPads and all these amazing touch displays. It really does feel 
um, a little bit more like you're you can picture that. Whereas holographic, like sure, if they've got holodecks, of course it's possible, right? Mm. Because they can move things in the mm. holodeck and it and it affects things. But in terms of my preference, like if I was actually piloting a ship, I would like something right in front of me that I can see and actually touch and yeah and uh, yeah yeah. I mean, what comes to mind in terms of the skepticism? around hollow interfaces because i have it too i think that they for many many reasons um most importantly i think accessibility mm. like you know you mm. you're gonna have especially in the federation many aliens that might not have arms or yeah. people that may have been in accidents and lost the ability to use their arms okay if you're then saying to them oh i have to reach out over here to grab my navigation display bring it here go <laughs> boop, twist my arm and then charge into warp that might not work but at the same time i remember when the first touch screens came out are you out, telling me that post accident was... pike is uh, not not the best candidate for using a hollow display i do think that pike might struggle in that chair mm. unless they could you know rig up some sort of audio interface to go with the beeps so he's just there like enter warp and then you know like uh like siri and google these days it's then like Ah, you want to play Time Warp. <laughs> they say go to warp and they just start playing Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, that's that's like me in, in like, for instance, in my car. I literally will press a button and I will just talk and I will tell the car things to do. And mm. obviously with cars, you got to keep your hands on the wheel still. If full self-driving is not activated yet. But I will use my voice a lot to play new songs or yeah, even right. adjust the mirrors or adjust my seat or turn on aircon um, rather than taking my hands off the wheel, right? Because, you know, well. I'm in Dublin, and it is quite scary driving on Dublin roads, to be honest. So I like to keep my hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's one of the th things that's really interested me about modern car design, like the ever-growing number of vehicles with touchscreens. And it seems so counterproductive to me, because even with my phone, as much as I would like to be able to touch text or anything mm -hmm. like that, I find myself looking at the phone to check I've spelled the right word or mm. check that if I'm doing um, voice to speech, uh, voice to speech, voice to text, that it's come out with the actual correct stuff. And it just seems, yeah, when you're meant to be saying to people, keep all of your eyes on the road, how does having touch screens work and how's that mm. going to work in the future as well when you know <laughs> you're going to have the likes of tom paris piloting <laughs> a what was it seven seventy thousand metric ton starship through mm -hmm. space and landing it and everything what happens if he gets as we saw in Stardust City Rag, a pop-up come up when he's trying to land the Intrepid class on uh, Free Cloud. Yeah. What's going to happen? Just Janeway's going to be really angry when it crashes, I can tell you that. What if he has greasy, greasy chili fingers and, and he just can't use the display properly, you know? Yeah. He's a pizza guy. He likes pizza. Neelix has come up with some of his uh, Leola Root pizza pockets with exactly. chili dusting. Tom <laughs> Paris gets it all over his fingers. And then how how's he going to steer the ship suddenly the vidians come out of warp they <laughs> grapple onto voyager janeway's like get us to warp now and tom paris is like yes ma'am but he can't do it he has chili dust on his fingers <laughs> downfall of touch interfaces I tell you. <laughs> the most compelling argument yet that's wonderful I also like you say yeah from a from an accessibility standpoint though as well touch interfaces um, rely on what the 
the faint electric charge in your skin, right? Mm. Um, I'm not entirely certain. Don't quote me on that. But a tactile interface, like you can use that if you have a tentacle. You can use that if you're you have telekinesis or I don't know mandibles. You're doing everything with your tongue. I don't know. That's true. But a, a touchscreen is. I'm sure they've got better touchscreens in the future, <laughs> mm. but. They still rely on you having some kind of I don't know it's it's just like you say it's more it's more vague it's more um it, it's design it's it's a more specific sort of design requirement that you have like a very specific pointy slightly wet meat stub that you can press things with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the defense of the twenty fourth century Starfleet design, they do seem to have thought of accessibility a little bit because when Tuvok is blinded in Year of Hell he says computer activate tactile interface mm. when he takes tactical so mm. perhaps that is early programmable matter being mm. used in that situation maybe a bit of head cannon and a bit of uh, discovery into mixing going in there absolutely I, I can't wait to see what season 4 brings us I really hope we learn more about this tech um, I know we keep bringing up you know different things related to, to discovery and the tech and diving in but let's go deeper in season 4 absolutely but on that note I can see that our sensor scan is giving us a few pings something interesting seems to have just popped Ooh. up on the scopes but we'll have to save that to tell you next episode thank you everybody for listening in if you want to get in touch with us you can always email us at hello at shiptalkingpod.com or catch us on twitter or instagram under shiptalkingpod Thank you very much for joining us this week and see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.